Welcome, everybody, to take two of the Nerd Watch this Tuesday, March, what is it, the 14th, uh, 2017. We are the Nerd Watch. Uh, I, of course, am G Money, and I am joined by several gentlemen that will be joining Ben Affleck in rehab, Todd Bernardi. And in the house. <laughs> uh, Todd Bernardi in the house, Gannon, Format, and the one and only uh, Alika is in the house as well. Uh, he's here uh, to... Anyway, hey, we got a show going on over here. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, we got a whole show going on. It's St. Patrick's Day. Don't you celebrate St. Patrick's Day? Is it St. Hey, Patrick's Day? Look, I think it's about... Hey, well, it's Wait a minute. Friday. 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 St. Patrick's, Patrick's Day is the 17th. Let's yeah, not talk Patrick's about St. Patrick's Day is Friday. Okay, okay. So St. Patrick's Day... I mean, they don't celebrate St. Patrick. Isn't that a thing? I think that's a thing. And in your Christian faith? Uh, uh, well, I, I'm not a, I'm, I'm not, well, number one, I'm not Catholic. As much as it serves as I'm not Catholic. Agenda. Well, so they don't have saints? What are you? They're not what? They don't have saints? Uh, no. Who no. licks what? Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, okay. sorry. Sorry. N- none of those. Um, are, you, are you Gaelic? Uh, okay, again, who licks what? <laughs> You're such a dork. Anyway, uh, joining Todd's me this uh, joining me this evening on this Tuesday night, uh, like I said, Todd Bernardi, it's a loaded uh, comic book extraordinaire, a comic book artist extraordinaire. To his right is the one and only Gannon, the horror aficionado, and the man who is a punk rock superstar. Also joining us tonight is Format, the gaming guru, is uh, uh, with us tonight as well. And uh, last but not least is the chairman of the comic book board, the man who couldn't join us last week because he was too busy stuffing his face with food. It is Alika. Uh, uh, he's oh, in the house as well. Hey, what's up? Jo- oh, hey. uh, joining us uh, here. I was too busy laughing because Chris Carvalho said, "Leave Todd alone. He's the Messiah." <laughs> <laughs> and my soul, my soul will be giggling for the next few days. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. This Michael McDonald-looking guy over here. <laughs> uh, I just call him GL George. You, George. Uh, yeah, baby George, baby George, baby George. Baby George. Uh, anyway, it probably was funnier in your head. Uh, yeah. Anyway, gents, I agree because it wasn't funny out loud. <laughs> baby George. <laughs> DJ says, "Oh my Todd." <laughs> <laughs> anyway, want to want to welcome Facebook Live, YouTube, Akaku, all you guys for joining us. Facebook Live, you got any questions? Format will be monitoring the comments. Uh, we'll be talking to you guys. We'll be talking comic books, talking movies, talking some games. And, uh, of course, you guys can follow us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash NerdWatch. You can follow us on YouTube at NerdWatchNation. I'm putting up videos as, uh, as quick as I can. Will you stop futzing around with your microphone? I can hear it now with these, these what? wonderful... What? I don't who? know who it was. It was anyway, uh, you can also follow us on Twitter at NerdWatchNation. And you can follow us on uh, on uh, on Instagram at the underscore NerdWatch. And if you feel so compelled, you can... Uh, you can donate to us on our Patreon page. Uh, big, big ups to Travis and, of course, Brian for uh, donating to the uh, uh, to the Patreon page. Patreon.com slash the Nerdwatch. Uh, it's you didn't have to, but it's, you did. But you did, we and appreciate we appreciate it, it very much. You pay for our, for our apple juice. Uh, by, by the way, uh, no. your, your 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 donation has bought oh. me a new microphone cord that was ruined last week by Gannon. So, um, oh. yeah. what did you do to the microphone cord? <laughs> the question is, what didn't I do? <laughs> <laughs> what did you want him to do? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's called flossing. <laughs> so, ladies and gents, it's been another week here. We've got uh, you put Kong. it in your mouth. <laughs> no, not my mouth. <laughs> Kong Skull Island was in theaters this week. It's not inviting you to go. Um, uh, uh, we we got okay. uh, some exclusive uh, uh, HD digital movies that we got uh, that I had a chance to watch. Um, uh, and Ganon, 
Once again, I got I got a pair of uh, uh, new headphones for the. That's why they're so big on my head right now, and I can hear everything with these things. It's ridiculous. Can you hear me now? I can hear you now, can you and hear I can also this? hear Gannon breathing in the microphone. <laughs> He's the Darth Vader of the Nerd Watch. It's through his nose. I can really hear it. Anywho, anyway, yeah, yeah, something like that. Say, I'm your father. I'm your father. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly how Darth says it, too. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say, say it like Bane. Huh? Say, I'm your father, but say it like Bane. <laughs> no, don't. I'm, I'm your father like Bane. <laughs> That's good. Uh, That's joining us. Uh, uh, by the way. Who's, jo- who's on first? <laughs> joining us behind the camera, of course, is uh, comic book henchman Swan. And, of course, Kai. He is uh, the. Mr. Hollywood. Yeah, Rhodey. Um, so, who I had to chastise this evening for. Uh, Plugging the wrong. Plugging, Seriously, plugging like while you were scolding him, I'm like, "Gee, you barely qualify as an adult." <laughs> it, it sounds so weird to hear you Kai, scold somebody. I didn't scold him. It was fine. Kai, Kai you put the you put the wire in the wrong plug. It's yeah. partially my fault. You put the too. jack in the wrong. Yeah, but hole. you told him to go oh, sit say, in the corner. Put, that's not cool. You put the you put the you, no. you put the uh, nobody puts. You told him to take his shirt off and stand in the corner. Hey, you put the plug in the wrong hole. Hey, hey, that's what happened. You can't say that on Facebook. I totally. You also can't say um, about Kai. Yeah, apparently not. Uh, I do want to let you guys Same know. My grandfather used to always say, "In the Navy, there is no wrong hole." <laughs> was your grandfather in the Navy? Yeah, yeah, I bet he was. <laughs> you guys are idiots. I think that they should put that on a recruitment banner. <laughs> you guys are dumb. No. All right, let's. Said it's not. Uh, we got some. We got some stuff to talk about. Uh, but first, uh, just like anything else, we do want to get to Alika. Talk about new comic book Wednesday. Um, well, let's get to him. Which. Uh, <laughs> He was not prepared for it because he's too play- He's too busy playing with his switch <laughs> with both hands. Legend of Zelda um, Halitosis. Uh, he's Did playing- you what? Finish. Go ahead. Go ahead. Just, just go ahead, yeah. Todd. Just say this little just clever go, funny Todd. thing that you yeah, had to right? say. We all want to hear it. It's cute. Come on, let's hear it. Let's go ahead. Did you? Jesus says. Did you print your list? No, he didn't. I'm not a printer. <laughs> that was well, all I wanted to know. I well, wasn't trying I've to interrupt anybody. Say better things. I well, bet you had something cute to say until we called you on it. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the thing. No, but now I'm going to think. That of was something. a riveting question in the middle of the pot, by the way. I, You're welcome. I, I was, hey, whoa, 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 whoa! Hey, stop! It? Everybody, stop! <laughs> did you print your list? <laughs> <laughs> I will say this: um, it, you probably would have ink if the switch wasn't here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. There'd be a lot of things happening at the Switch with you. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'd be paying attention to you. That's right. <laughs> uh, of course, he's playing uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild uh, as we're here. As you guys we need, can see, we need Ashley to come in and like take it away from you. <laughs> Don't call her, please. She's <laughs> like, she, she doesn't had, even know I have it. She has taken it away from me. <laughs> and then crazy. I found it and I snuck it out of her closet. <laughs> anyway, uh, right here at 333 Dairy Road in Kahului is a small business which does <laughs> which is uh, comic books uh, and if you'd like to buy comic books here at 333 Dairy Road in Kahului it is Maui Comics and Collectibles come down and see Swan <clears throat> yeah cause the league is too busy with the switch <laughs> <laughs> pretty much yeah 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 talk to Swan if you want for all your comic book needs he'll be more than happy to help you um uh, but we do have we do want to let you guys know that if you don't know by now, every Tuesday is twenty percent off Tuesday, uh, or what uh, Todd likes to call Todd's twenty percent off Tuesday. Uh, and then, uh, Where's it Todd's? <laughs> well, he's because- barely allowed in here. <laughs> the the thing I want to say about twenty percent Tuesday uh-huh. it includes all off the rack new stock because nice. we're trying to clear the rack for nice. Wednesday. 
And, and we want to let everybody know that if you're a subscriber, we give you 10% off no matter what. Nice, nice. So if I'm a subscriber, can I get 30% off? <laughs> no. Because you got you 2% get, you and you get 20% extra. Oh, okay. You want to push for more? <laughs> yeah. Keep talking. Okay. <laughs> God, you're grumpy. Only towards you. And of course, every Wednesday is New Comic Book Wednesday here at Maui Comics and Collectibles. Uh, new Why comics. Why do they call it New Comic Book Wednesday? That's because every Wednesday there are new comics that hit the store. Oh, okay. Um, so you guys can check them out here at 333 Dairy Road if you happen to be in the Kahului area on the lovely island of Maui. Uh, well, right now let's check in with uh, Alika the chairman of the comic book board, and find out what's brand new in comic books this week at Maui Comics and Collectibles. This week, we've got All-Star Batman number eight. Oh, yeah. Amazing Spider-Man number 25, including the Venomized variant. Everyone's going crazy for. Nice. Aquaman number 19. uh, Batman 19. Batwoman number one. Batwoman number one. Woo, 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 Black what? Panther, World of Wakanda, number five. I don't know. Did you say to... Black Panther, Wonderful Condom? World of Wakanda. Oh. <laughs> what? What is on your That's mind? I, I almost bought that book until you told me the real yeah. title. <laughs> Let's play a game of telephone. <laughs> yeah, that's what I, I thought it, you said. Is it a magnum? Is um, it is Black Panther, <laughs> so <laughs> obviously it is. Captain America, Sam Wilson, number 20. They don't mm. call it magnum uh, Cave Carson, number six. Cody and the Creepers, number one. I have no idea what that is. Yeah, but you ordered it because I you sure were like, did. yeah, creepers. I actually want that book. <laughs> well, that's yours. Daredevil uh, number 18. Ooh. Uh, ooh, new action figures. DC designer bombshells. Oh, you're getting those? Okay, I, I want, sure I want, am. I want Poison Ivy. I'm very excited about what? that. Mm-hmm. Why? Because I, lo- I love that whole art design. Oh, okay. that, that artist, uh, he actually was at the last of me. Aunt Lucia. Yeah, Aunt Lucia. Oh, okay. He's the artist behind the DC bombshells, yeah. which are wild. I love popular. all of his work. Nice. Um, we've got Deadpool the Real Duck artist. 505. Deadpool what? Deadpool the Duck 505. Oh, Deadpool That's the Duck. Howard yeah. the Duck is a Deadpool gotcha, for gotcha. some reason. Yeah, it's like it's like Gwynpool with a venomized variant. Yeah. They're trying to like... Here we go. It's like when you're making like dough and That's then you start thing, folding though. in ingredients. That was a thing like a long time Would ago. Be, I'm surprised you bring it up now. Would it be Venpool? See, well, here's no, the thing. It's, it's Gwenpool. Now, now that now Wait, that if, but Chris, if it's venomized, then it's Gwenum. Yeah, it's Gwenum. But if there's okay, but it's, it's a Gwen-pool. it's a pool it's a pool of Gwenum. Mm-hmm. It's a pool of Gwenum. That's complicated, right? Right. <laughs> See, but now, but now Todd has all his defenders. Chris Carvalho is here. Brian Revel is here. <laughs> so, right, they're, they're only two the jokes. Joke. They don't really like him. The, uh, <laughs> they don't really like him. <laughs> they, uh, uh, hello to Amy and Kamiki. Woo! What's Woo. up? Yeah. Uh, yeah. We've also got Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> sorry, Green Lanterns number nineteen. Uh, Green Arrow number nineteen. Guardians of the Galaxy eighteen. Mm. Harley Quinn number sixteen. Harley, you forgot God's Country. Uh, totally did, didn't I? Todd's Country. God's yeah. Country number three. God's Country. Um, Where there's no O in country. Which is very popular. God <laughs> Country is super popular right now. Um, Invincible 134, hey, which I hey. heard is ending pretty soon. I think That's 135 funny. is the last issue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Justice League number 17. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Lucifer. Anybody reads that? A couple Travis. people do. Travis. Uh, Mighty Morphin. How's that figures. show, by the way? I, I, I loved it. I just The only reason I fell off is because there's so many other things that... I'm watching right now, but I'm sure it still is good. Okay. I it, I didn't stop watching because of the quality or anything. Okay. He stopped what, watching because he's about? got the I totally switch. got lost after God's Country. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going the, back. The Lucifer show? Oh, okay, yeah. 
I didn't watch uh, it. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers 13. Um, let's see. Go, Mo- go, Power Rangers. Monsters Unleashed 505. <laughs> uh, I don't know what that was. But go, don't, go, don't. Power Rangers. Neil Gaiman, American Gods. Okay, it's Shadows. It's Gaiman. Neil Gaiman. <laughs> whoever that is. <laughs> Uh, so when is it? All of a sudden, he's Asian. That American Gods is actually premiering on Stars pretty soon, isn't pretty it? Pretty soon, yeah. Um, let's see, Nightwing okay, seventeen. Hang on a second. Oh, hey, American what? Gods was a novel, right? Yeah. And now he's yes. turning it into a graphic novel. Is that correct? Yeah, you yeah. are correct, sir. Okay, okay. But he's always had that crossover because yeah. he's been a comic artist and writer and a great novelist. Mm. Yeah, hell of a kisser. You don't know that. Wow. Oh yeah, <laughs> Patsy Mr. Hellcat Seven. number sixteen. Patsy Walker Hellcat number sixteen. Um, Punisher number ten. Let's see what else. Sex Criminals number seventeen with a triple X Gino Winderbrandt variant. Mm. Um, ooh, I heard what their calling cards are. Like they go rob a bank and then oh, never mind. Let's not stop. Get it. into it on yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Let's not get into it. Spider Man number fourteen. Let it's adult themes. That's all you yeah. need to know. Is let, that it's let, a little adult themes. It's called sex criminals. Yeah. yeah. Let people be surprised. <laughs> they wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> it's crime and sex. Uh, Spook House number three by Eric Powell. That's coming out tomorrow. Um, uh, Swan just had a seizure. It's incredible. Art. <laughs> it's hillbilly blew up, and this is all by um, his. Uh, this is his own publishing company. Albatross. Albatross. He brought mm-hmm. that back from the dead. And now he's launching all these Eric Powell titles. And Eric Powell's incredible. So just showing what independent artists can do when they put their mind to it and aren't on their phone all day, Todd. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Somebody just, somebody just got called out. Right? I was, how, how dare you? <laughs> Superman number 19. Wow. Sorry. I, you want all Siegel my... and Schuster went on their phone all day. <laughs> you want me to give me... They have a phone back <laughs> They're holding it a water phone. <laughs> Sorry, Siegel and... out was outside for a minute. They weren't on their telegraph machine all day. That's because Siegel and Schuster were too busy plowing the fields. <laughs> In New York, they're from Brooklyn. They live in a city, you dork. They're from Cleveland. Oh, did they? They were, fields in Brooklyn they were two there. Jewish yeah. guys. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. They were too busy uh, working in the bakery. I don't know. Maybe. Wow. I would have said, you know. Uh, well, totally, right totally awesome Hulk. Uh, number whatever. Totally number 17. Um, the Trinity, of course. Number seven. Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. Cody and the Creepers is about a uh, female punk band. Oh, cool. Yeah. I, that's what I was trying oh, to sweet. read about. Oh, so it's good. like an indie gem in the holograms. Gotcha. Moving on. Uncanny X-Men number 19. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vampirilla number one. There's a new Vampirilla out. Vampirilla. There's a new Vampirilla every three months, though. There is, yeah. It feels that like there's Vampirilla right. number one every S- year. Stop stealing Vampy Slender, man. I'm just trying to... Yeah, Vampirella. I, I don't have hey, an issue with Vampirella. Hey, Vampirella can do it if Batman can do it. Her, yeah. her and Red Sonja are neck and neck for number ones every, every few months. Yeah, that's true. Red Sonja has a lot. Yeah. Uh, neck neck. Wildstorm number two. Okay. Uh, I would watch them neck. They should have a, they, they should, they should have a scissor off. No, they shouldn't. Wonder Woman. <laughs> can we stick to the list, please? 77 scissor. with Bionic Woman number three of six. Nice. Oh, more necking. And Venom number five is also coming out. Yeah! And that's all you fools get. Wait, Bionic Woman? Nope, that's all. Nope. Wonder Woman. Talk, talk. Keep Wonder talking. Woman, Keep Wonder talking. Woman V Bionic Woman. I was, uh, I was speaking yeah. with... I like that V. Right? Um, a person. I was speaking with a, a comic book <laughs> owner in New Jersey... Uh-huh. And they were talking about how... Don't name names. How they were talking about... Uh, well, I'm going to give them a shout-out. Um, Third Earth Comics, really cool name. 
Um, but I was talking to him. Do you even know what that's a reference to? Yes, but no, you don't. He, he was talking to me what about how, like, I guess we're going to test you. Right dis- now. I, I guess the guys who distribute the comics Seriously, are in they're, they're in bit of a a lawsuit for because of some Comic Con tickets or something. What? Yeah, Diamond Distribution. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I heard. I, 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 I highly doubt that. I think you got some some steps. Diamond missing owns everything. Well, no, no, but I mean, they, they, yeah, they would just eat you whole. They that's what I'm saying. You. But apparently, they were, they were, they, like, there was some issue with like. Diamond's like soul. the mafia. They own. I know. Product. That's what I mean. And so. Diamond doesn't involve themselves with conventions either. Yeah, yeah so. this guy you can't sue. I, I don't know. Or that's you what I heard. Listen right. You can't sue the mafia. No. <laughs> 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 I like that. Anyway, uh, you can get all those comics here, even the ones that Alika didn't want to order. Here at 333. <laughs> even the ones that he Dirt forgot Road to order. In Kahului. Um So uh, if you're looking for new comics, independent comics, mainstream comics, whatever you're looking for, it's at 333 Dairy Road in Kahului. And also, you can also get uh, local artist comics as well, just like uh, Todd Bernardi's uh, Kukui Project. Oh, yeah, and, thanks. Yeah, or yeah. DJ Calvicani's Exilian. Exilian. And or the latest. Issue of New Wave Chicken that I just noticed today. Yeah, New Wave Chicken. New came Wave out Chicken. By Steve Hart. Uh, Brian Revel's book is in here as well. Oh, Chris Carvalho is in here. Chris Carvalho's book is here is in here as well. We're out of Chris's book right now. Are so you Chris, really? Since you're listening, we need mm-hmm. some. Yeah, it's very demand. Yeah, Chris, uh, get on that man. <laughs> anyway, um, but uh, yeah, you can check out some local artists as well. Oh, some very Brian talented Revel. local artists. Um, so hey, um, speaking of Brian Revel, yeah, be sure to jump on his Kickstarters and get those books going. Yeah, and definitely. For issue four of uh, Amakua is coming out. Um, the Kickstarter is up now. So Very if you want to, cool. yeah, that just went live. Well, yesterday couple, or the uh, day before. Yeah, yeah, a couple cool. like yeah. So if you want to jump on that, but also Brian Revel's got two Kickstarters: one yes. for We Kill the Dead and one for the Unseen. Yeah, I think. That's correct, sir. The Unseen. So a lot of Kickstarters to go support if you like local. Is comics. this where I say? Should so what are awesome. you doing, Todd? <laughs> no, sorry. Where's your Kickstarter, Todd? <laughs> I, well, I haven't. He's on his phone. <laughs> I haven't I haven't done Kickstarter yet. <laughs> and to be quite honest, I, I think I, I, Todd, you are. Well, you, hey, look, and this know. is something that I wanted to bring up because oh, DJ brought you. this up. This has to do with the distribution. Um, is because I read this article. There's Uh-oh. Emerald Comics is yeah. trying to throw their hat in the ring with Diamond Comics, and when I saw the headline of that article, I was like, "That's awesome." Because competition, somebody, competition, and in, they're both named market. after precious gems. But when I read so. the article. It's not. They're not going up against Diamond. They're going to be a distributor for independent comics. Oh, no. Small press and indie comics. Ooh. Uh, so they're not going up against Diamond. They're doing something that Diamond isn't doing. So Diamond is still the monopoly in town. They're not going to affect how Diamond treats its customers or anybody for that matter. Diamond is still like this. And I would have loved if there was anybody in the world. But there's no way at this point in the game that anybody could start a distribution company and compete with Diamond. But think about there's this. No way. But on the flip side of that, yeah. there's strong support for the for the indie comics. That's what I was just I, about well, to say. See, I I love I it's good news that Emerald Comics is being created and there's a distribution hub for independent comics that can't meet the minimum print run requirements of Diamond or go through, you know, this crazy process of getting a catalog out 2 months in advance and and waiting for all those to sell and then waiting for your book to sell. You know, that stuff is horrible on small press and independent comic creators. I agree. But from a comic store standpoint, from a retailer, that does nothing for me. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I, I, I deal with local comics locally. 
the guys who want me to sell their local comics locally, I the only thing it's going to do for people who enjoy independent comics is like if someone walks into the store and is like, what's going on in New York right now? But nobody really does that. They're like, I want some Hawaii local independent comics. So, I mean, Emerald is a it's a move in the right direction for independent comics. It shows there's demand. But it's not going to change the market in any way. Can we do that? Is there a way like we could do that? What's that? Start up a distribution thing. Man, that is a that is another a, precious gemstone, like a you know cubic zirconia distribution. <laughs> no, we'll be no? Ruby. Ruby. No, no, Swarovski distributors. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, People it, will come to us thinking we we sell gemstones, and <laughs> and we're like. Who wants the latest DC something something? Well, it's an interesting concept for Emerald to do that. I'm just wondering if it's going to be structured the way Image was structured, where they well, it's not a it's not a publishing company. It's no, a distribution. Right. It's just right. But what I'm saying is, it's like I wonder how much I should say, as in what they what they're asking for in return. Money. Uh, nothing. I mean, the, they're a distributor, so I imagine would, they want money. I'm sure they're, they're going to ask the people to provide their comics. They don't even print. You know, Diamond doesn't print comics. Right. They are strictly a distributor, so right. you have them. to bring your printed comics to them. They'll distribute it to stores via a catalog and get it more attention nationwide, which is good for the independent creators. It helps to spread that. I wonder further. what their I wonder what their cut's going to be. That's what I'm talking about. I'm, I'm asking. Yeah, for cut. I mean that's. Neither here nor there. 30, like whatever you is dime, like thirty three percent. Yeah, but you, the thing is, is the internet exists. So if you want to circumvent Emerald Comics, as nobody needs them right now, who's doing independent comics, right? So it's. I don't think it's going to be a bad thing for them to exist. I think it's good in general that something like that is around. And they're going to take out Marvel and DC yeah, and right. Diamond. I just feel like every time a new anything comes up in the comic book industry, I just flash back to when Ultraverse happened. Yeah. Because Ultraverse <laughs> is supposed to be... You can't compare it to Ultraverse. No, but that was supposed to be the big thing that was going to compete against the big comic companies. and they were going to be always are. And they were going to last forever, and they were attracting all this all this talent, and then within a couple of years they folded and sold comic, off to Marvel. The comic industry has uh, small publishers. That's a publisher, um, Ultraverse. Publishers that pop up all the time that claim to be able to do that. Like, in the 80s, there were people who weren't satisfied with the quality of the writing, so Eagle Comics... Uh, was invented and then that's where Judge Dredd of course in 2080 and a lot of great comics came out of creators writers and everything but you're you know they can't compete with anybody same like Atlas which is in the 80s revived the old title of Atlas from the 50s and had people like Neil Adams and and other you know incredible veteran writers and artists or Valiant or anything like that Eclipse Eclipse, all of these, or Comico, or whatever you want to, like any of these independent titles that are meant to compete with the big ones, they all find themselves, the ones that succeed have to do a certain thing, and that's buy up licensed properties to stay afloat. Because nobody, all new titles, except for in the rare case of Image, that was, that was a very, they were born in the right time that everybody wanted new radical concepts. That we're all kind of similar, unfortunately. Well, I mean, I, I mean, the publishers at Marvel were like, "Yeah, you guys can totally leave," because uh, the reason that you're selling all millions of comics is because you're drawing Spider-Man, not because of the way you draw Spider-Man. Exactly. So, Image proved him wrong because Todd McFarlane started drawing a different book, and he said, "It is the way I draw," and it is the way that he draws. So, like the the audience will they demonstrated for the first time in comic books that the audience isn't just with uh, a character; it's also with the creative uh, the creators behind the character. Yeah, you artists think you're creators or something. <laughs> it's weird. I uh, 
Yeah, you just killed. You got a really. Well, I guess I guess like Todd before, but um, Todd established himself as a creator first. Well, Tom Farmer did not. Uh, yeah. Using that creator word a little lightly, but creator. Yeah, let's not the- throw that around. <laughs> let's not give that. There's, there's a lot of weight with that whole creator. <laughs> creator thing. <laughs> DJ wants to call in. <laughs> DJ wants to call. DJ in. wants to call in so bad. Anyway, we're boring the nerds with all this comic book jargon talk. This is um, the nerd one. Before we get too carried away, though, and since yes. we were on the subject of Kickstarter sure, earlier, sure, sure, sure. since I am the horror aficionado, <laughs> yes, sir. There is an Indiegogo for. Um, That's not Kickstarter. It's not. But it's similar. Uh, Behind the Mask, they're doing... What? Um, yeah, the creators of Behind the Mask. Yeah. They, they started uh, Indiegogo. That what they're going to be doing is uh, they were trying to get a sequel off the ground a few years ago. Right. They couldn't get the money together. Right, right, right. So what they're going to do instead is that they're going to basically take that script and turn it into a comic book. No way! So if you go on their oh, Indiegogo... Cool. Yeah, so if you go on their Indiegogo... And, and essentially the idea is to try and drum up... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, DJ. Let me get through my spiel first. Yeah, you get through my spiel first. But anyway, so um, he, the idea is to drum up enough attention to that story that they can hopefully actually get att- more attention and finance to do the film. That's really so cool. So if you go on Indiegogo and look for Behind the Mask, you'll actually find the Indiegogo where you can support it Be- and actually get the book. Behind the Mask is one of those... Cowboys and Aliens, you, is, I mean, other than myself and Gannon, has anybody seen Behind the Mask? I actually that about five or six years ago. Behind the Mask is one of those rare indie... Horror movies that actually was very good, um, as and when I say that, like it, it garnered a lot more publicity than it most. It did the same thing as Scream did, where it ended up yeah. the, the genre. Yeah, but yeah. It, it, it found a different, yeah. clever way to yeah. go about it. I don't than think I've ever seen it. Yeah, it, it's it, actually really good. It's really I good. Saw, uh, I'm your father. That was the Darth Vader one. Oh. <laughs> well, Jones. guys, we got a caller, oh, we got and a I want to hear his opinion. This is DJ Calvicani. All right, caller, you're on the air. Caller, you're on the air. <laughs> And you From have Manitoba, something to, something to say on the call. Uh, you gotta put that topic yeah, of, um, put that mic right on the, the topic thing. of independent comics. Is it DJ? It's DJ. All right, DJ uh, from Big Island. Uh, I'm at work right now. All right. Speaks <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, so you guys know the, yeah, Emerald, the Emerald Comics uh, girl. She spoke. Uh, anyway, she did the article. It's online. You guys can find. I'll find the link later. But she was just saying that she wanted to start off small and start off in the Seattle area. And then she was going to um, see if that works. And according to that article, she did not charge. She's not going to charge anything for what she does there, but that could change. And I don't know um, the details of everything else, but it, I don't know. Just being a creator myself, it's kind of frustrating when you get to go through diamond, and diamond is the only way you can get in, and it, it sucks. And Douglas and all the little guys know, but. I just wanted to um, call you guys up and say, what's up? Hey, yeah, uh, well, aren't you relieved that there's going to be an independent comics uh, distributor, at least? If you wanted to go that way, you could? Yes, 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 yes. Uh, and if you don't know, and, um, DJ, DJ Cavacani, let me let me clarify, DJ Cavacani is, is a Big Island the, guy. The, the girl who's doing it is also, um, she's an independent artist herself, so she knows the struggles, and she wants to help. Um, bridge the gap because she's seeing the things that we're all seeing and that nobody's helping the independent guys and the independent guys kind of you know it's either you make it or you don't and then you get stuck at the bottom and so she's trying to bridge that gap I forget what her name is in it. but um, at least somebody is looking to that and looking into that and trying to help the little guys fantastic well the the thing is when um <sighs> You know, when you're dealing with a monopoly like Diamond, everybody who deals with them is 
from the people who sell them comics to the you know to the people who sell the comics for them. Everybody who deals firsthand with Diamond Comics is going to suffer because they're a monopoly and they don't have any uh, market. Uh, they don't have any market incentive to treat you any better than they are, yeah. or ever. So it's good that Emerald Comics is setting up to help the small guys get their books out there. Yeah. But what's going on for us retailers? Where's the guy who's going to help us out? You know what I mean? Like we we need that too. For sure, for sure, and it doesn't. Yeah, I mean, I I can't speak to the retailer end because and that sucks. I mean, like, uh, and I always talk to Brian and Mike and um, and try and get their opinions and everything like that. And I think that would have to come from the the. Uh, uh, I I mean, for me, I would say too, like the, the retailer guys. Now is the time to talk to that girl at Emerald Comics and and reach out to her because the comics community is so small, and so like. If you talk to her and say, you know, like just give her your concerns, she would be open and willing to, like, at least hear and take into consideration what you have to say, and then maybe, you know what I mean? Because any well, that, that's what's exciting about a new company is just they're accessible, which Diamond right, right, right. is quite the opposite. Right, for sure. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. But, so. Yeah, that would, I would say just try to reach out to her and see what what, what would happen. Oh, yeah. I'm probably one of them. I'm not, um, not ready yet, but... <laughs> You're ready, man. <laughs> well, uh, listen, well, DJ, yeah. uh, can DJ hear me? Yeah, DJ uh, can hear. Uh, well, DJ, uh, of course, yeah. uh, Big Island local artist does Exilian. Uh, he works. Uh, he works with. Uh, um, uh, he's working with Format on a comic as well. Um, so uh, they're okay. they're working together. That's a thing. Uh, DJ is a local comic book artist, part of the uh, uh, Hawaii the Wahi Comic Book Alliance, along with Tar Bernardi and, and guys like Sam Campos and Chris Carvalho. So Chris um, Loman. yeah, Chris Loman. I think there's another Chris in there. Yeah, somewhere. there's a bunch of guys in there. So it's very, <laughs> it's very cool that uh, Emerald is uh, trying to put something together. Hopefully, it works out for them. So I would suggest you guys get as much info as possible. If everybody to see, could yeah. do us a favor and send their thoughts and prayers to Emerald Comics. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. There you I got those help a lot. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, well, yeah. Th- hey, thanks, thanks DJ. DJ. Appreciate it, buddy. One night equals one prayer. <laughs> That's insane. All right, so uh, I guess we're officially taking phone calls on the uh, com- on the uh, uh, watch. It's fun. I think we're officially taking phone calls from now on. Uh, if anybody, an actual phone call thing. I know. I wish I had a, what they call a Gettner, and I could actually go through it so y'all can listen and be fun. A Gettner. A Gettner. Yeah, I can say that on the podcast. I was trying to get in there last night. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> anyway, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, want to get to some more stuff. If you can't believe it, we've only got about 25 minutes left. We barely talked about anything. Exactly. So let's get right to it. First of all, um, since, uh, since I'm trying to get... Uh, Alika's attention before he gets back into Legend of the Wild. Uh, the the another phone call. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. Um, Louise from Manitoba, Canada. Since format, I mean, excuse me, since Alika wasn't here last week, uh, let's uh, really quickly uh, shift gears and get his thoughts on uh, Logan um, snick, snick. Uh, and see what he thought of the film. DJ, he by the way, loved it. Did he loved call it. us about that? DJ did love it. No, no, no he, he didn't. he called us about the Nintendo. He called us about the, the Switch. Oh. He, he didn't call us about yeah. the Logan. I wish I could have called uh, it about uh, the Logan stuff. Is that good? Wow, no, that's no, horrible. That's Stop good. it. It's unprofessional. Uh, anyway, go ahead. <laughs> How, yeah, it was. So, Alika, How dare you? <laughs> Alika, what did you think of uh, Logan? It was a good movie, mm-hmm. but it's not a good X-Men movie. Oh, here we go. <laughs> no, Why did you even ask him? <laughs> what did you think he was going to say? You knew he was going to say this. Sure. I could have said what like he was going to say. Sure. 
All right. So so what? Okay. So because they didn't do anything to change. I mean, they were resting the entire storyline on continuities. That let's talk about what you liked first. What I did like, of course, same thing everybody liked the the girl who played X twenty three, the action, the fact you actually saw limbs and stuff falling off and stuff. That was great. He did stab somebody in the face. That was pretty. cool. He did stab many people in the face in slow motion. I love slow motion. Even yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything was shaking. Yeah, that's pretty sick. Um, so what else did you like other than the girl? Anything anything story wise? Did you like anything story wise about it? Or no. It, the thing about wow. these Fox X Men movies is the storytelling is terrible. I mean, wow. it, it's not. It was. It was. It's in, bad. Well, Logan wasn't as good as Age of Apocalypse, but come on, <laughs> let's, let's. It was better than Age of Apocalypse, actually. <laughs> but let's it was let's still give bad. it a break. I Look, mean, I, and you guys, whatever. I'm going to spoil stuff right now because you already reviewed. We already did. We've read it. We already, yeah. read it. We already so been out for a few weeks. If X- you haven't seen it yet, it's, it's on you. What Old the, man Logan by I mean, far. The thing about, and, but the thing is, the things I hate about it are also the things I liked about it. Because, so, Ooh, Fox! Ugh. Yeah, if I just <laughs> I watch it, Fox if so I much. watch it as not an X-Men movie, then whatever. But it's like, you know, like X-24. That was terrible. Why? That's what I said. That's, that's what, that's what, yeah, yeah I, and I, I agreed oh, with you when I was listening to the pod. But the other thing is, I like that. I liked having a younger uh-huh. Savage Wolverine facing the old fart Wolverine, and yeah. that was a cool... Him looking in the mirror thing. But you're right. He didn't go anywhere with that. He didn't create any deeper epiphany with it. But it was still cool, metal-on-metal, crazy action. I think I said it. Superman 3 made better use of that idea than the the entire movie of Logan. Right. Okay. Um, Don't tell me what happened in Superman 3. I've already... I'm going to watch it. I haven't seen it. That's like the best Chris Reeves Superman movie. Uh, And so he's saying Logan versus Old Man Logan. That's the other thing. The only thing Old Man Logan about this movie was the way Logan looked. There's zero from the Old Man Logan storylines that are right. in here. And there are three alternate versions of Old Man Logan right now, and none of them were referenced for this. And I, and I think that that was just based on the fact that uh, that the X-Men universe in Fox's era has already been established, so they had to stick with that. And I mean, the fact that we obvi- – obviously, instead of Wolverine killing all the X-Men, it was well, Xavier killing all the X-Men. Talk about something that and, takes you out of a movie more uh, than anything is having to consider – uh, it's, uh, a studio's legal rights over characters, like you know, with Marvel, you've got an. It's fun, you you know whatever, and you can consider that stuff without having it taking you out of it. But these X Men movies are terrible, so then you're thinking this is terrible because these guys couldn't afford the characters that I want to be in this movie. You know what I mean? Like uh, the Hulk is supposed to be a big part of Old Man. Logan. They should just. Yeah. They should have just let Robert Corm or Roger Corman uh, direct it. Stop it! He already did Fantastic Four, and that was a flop. What do you mean? It, that's it never got released. Did Corman direct Fantastic Four? Yes, the just his the the very first one in the nineties. Sure. He didn't. He didn't. Dire- I don't think he directed it. Sure? I think that he just. Yeah, double check. Double check that. Let me see who directed it. Let's see who directed that piece uh, of garbage. I'm pretty they, sure Roger Corman's Fantastic Four. That's right. I don't know. Well, because it's production company, but he didn't actually direct everything. He produced it. I don't think he. All right, we'll see. I just watched that documentary. I'm gonna fact check this right now. Roger uh, Corman's world. (laughs) No, it was. uh, We have to hang here. It was about. It was uh, just. It was only about the Fantastic Four. Oh, I didn't see that one. We're still gonna talk about Fantastic Four. So anyway, um, Logan. Um, Oh, here we go. Another phone call. Look what you guys started. Jeez, here we go. Who's it this? It was directed by Oli Sasson. Screen it. Yeah, if you didn't catch that, the director of the Corman Fantastic Four was Oli Sasson. So, really? He was the guy that got... Let's get back to Logan. Let's get back to the point. Just finish this up real quick. Yeah. Because yeah. 
And, you know, yeah, the comic books were a great device. When you saw them in the commercial, everybody knew groaned because they're like, oh, they're going to kick us in the balls over not having costumes again, which they didn't do. It was a plot point. I agree with you. But it was still not, even though it wasn't a conscious kick to the balls, it was still a kick to the balls. You're like, they're referencing continuity that wasn't there, or we don't know what continuity is referencing because none of the actual continuity in the movies makes sense. Exist, right. They don't make sense (laughs) in any form. X3 is pretty coherent. Uh, God. <laughs> I, I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm I'm one of those I'm one of those guys that think that yeah, Famke Johnson dies. So so now Sophie Turner's Jean Grey. that makes sense. <laughs> Sophie Turner's Jean Grey before Famke Jensen. Oh, now I'm confused. Well, of course you are. <laughs> because it's crap. To be fair, the X-Men continuity is not any more confusing than the Terminator continuity. Yeah, but, but I'm not a fan that. of the Terminator. I didn't read Terminator comics growing up. I didn't watch the They're Terminator Saturday morning cartoon. Okay, but I probably had this argument with you before. You do know the movies aren't the comics. Yes, I do, but they, tell somebody at Marvel Disney that because they know where to make, a, make their money the, and they know the, how to make it legendary. But the Marvel movies... I'm sick of people telling me to be pragmatic about a comic book movie. No, this is a joy in my life. I don't have to be pragmatic the about Marvel, a studio the Marvel what I love movies are not the comics either. Huh? Did you, the Marvel comic movies are not the comics either. Because they gave us costumes. I will forgive any story tweak they want to do to fit wow. it in an hour and a half movie. No, that could be forgiven. Wow. So, so did the, the Fantastic Four movies gave us the costumes too. That's true. <laughs> I like those two. Yeah. The License Silver Surfer and the other one. I was I was I, not a hater. I like the License. I, I like the Silver Surfer. They had costumes. I like they the had costumes. One. The Silver Surfer was in there. That's good for me. They made it for everything. They made it for everything. It really it did. Was, it was I don't the, think they were that bad. It was. The, they were the, not as bad as any Fox X Men movies. Jessica Alba is a scientist, of right. course. Right. Right. She uh, has a costume, the, so of course she's a scientist. The Pink Cloud Galactus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was of course Pink a fail. Cloud Galactus. Obviously. perfect. <laughs> yeah, no, it. it wasn't perfect, but the costumes were great, and I, the fact that I, they gave it made me more forgiving to any other. I agree. In the movie. I actually agree. But they didn't do that in the X Men. So I and they even kicked us in the balls the first X Men movie out and made fun of the costumes, and that's when I was like, this is how it's going to be. Wow. And they never got rebooted in 20 years of how terrible they were. They never got rebooted. They rebooted Sam Raimi's Spider-Man. They rebooted um, the Batmans. In the, you know what I mean? The Christopher Nolan Batmans. And those were great. Those were legend. I, I, Wasn't can I, Days I mean? the reboot? Huh? Days of Future Past. Wasn't that but the reboot? But no. Because if you use the first same cast members... The if you use the oh, same First Class members, is the reboot. If you use yeah, the same cast members and the, the same writers and the same garbage sense of continuity, then it's not a reboot. It's just us trying to clean up the vomit that we left on the floor. <laughs> okay. To be I didn't vomit on the floor. <laughs> to be fair, did, for to the be, record. Totally to be did. fair to this movie, I don't though, do that. To be fair to this movie, Logan is the only film that you can walk in, never have seen any other X-Men film. That's not true. Never. And you would have been... You can enjoy it, but you're going to miss you a lot can enjoy, of it. You like can I watch said, the first X-Men movie and not see you know, every... No, uh, very true, but I, that's why I think Logan is so special, because it's not a good, it's not a good comic book movie. It's a good movie. It's that's a good a movie. I'll agree with you there. Yeah. But not really a good movie because there's so many there's so many cliche. It was it was it's a so good, good, but it's not. Good. It's good to watch, but it's not original. It's not well written. Wow. It's not the wow. plot points are not you know anything I t- spectacular. I said the one place where I would agree with Alika because th- that movie is strong on the surface, but. The under the under. If you start looking art. at everything, you're like, oh, a clone of it's, me who's younger. Uh, what? Well, listen, that, that that movie does. Like I said before, that movie falls on a lot of tropes in a, in something that's supposed it, to transcend the Very true, the genre. But, but you never have. And 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 I tell you what, when when Xavier is laying in that bed and he's got that comfort for that one night and that little speech he gives, so powerful. So that one scene that no, locked that, it in for you. Locked it in that, for that me. That was it. You know why? It because could have been just that scene the, in the theater. The X Men. And you would have walked out. Ben, five stars. Are you talking about the? Farmhouse dinner? 
I'm talking the farmhouse dinner. Yeah, the fact that, that, that even happened is mi- what makes me kind of want to throw up. That's I, another plot point. It's like they meet the nice, well, unassuming farmer family, and of course they go home with them and get him killed. Why wouldn't they? Right. Well, le- like I said, it's it, it wasn't it wasn't about them getting killed. It was about for you knew one they were getting killed the second right, you saw him help exactly. Them. And the whole point was is that it was about them being their last taste of normal humanity before for humanity goes. before everything sure, goes to yeah, crap. Whatever. And also the the the, the they could have did that in the tank. The final <laughs> scene where she where the final scene. Where where X twenty three is killed. down there, knowing that he's going to die, and she grabs his hand, and when he says, "So that's what that feels like," that 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 got me, man. Uh, that got I'm me. I'm not saying it didn't hit emotional notes like man, it was designed I, to. That's why they pick those situations. And I really like the way that, it, like uh, Wolverine, as indestructible as he is, the thing that where he meets his doom mm-hmm. is a log. <laughs> Yeah, he's he made of adamantium, and a log goes through him. I, 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 and this is that and doesn't this make is, sense because the log protrudes through his adamantium ribcage. And this is why I'm that saying, and this is why I'm saying that we know, we know that that wouldn't have killed him. My point was is that th- he wants to die. That's the thing. Oh, is that he sure, could, look, whatever. Philosophically, he's depressed. He's sick of the, living. Whatever you the, want to say. Yeah. But the way it went down was garbage, and that, he shouldn't have died. But, and, and Professor X dying was garbage too. There was no. And, but you don't know why. But you <laughs> don't. He was garbage. <laughs> It was good, but it was garbage. It was garbage, but it wasn't bad. <laughs> it's like going to McDonald's. I love it, but I feel like crap afterwards. <laughs> God. It's, uh... There was no... that. I mean, if that's the point, he wants to die, and that's what resonates with, with you with this character. It kind of does. There's no... But there's, no, there's nothing within the story that points to why... He wants to die specifically. Like, there's no, there's uh, no flashbacks. There's no. No, no, no. I think, I think it's uh, for me. You, you don't like. You don't. You don't know who James Howlett is. For me, a lot of that, a lot of that is implied because he, during this whole conversation and him knowing Xavier. So you created a movie that takes place outside of the movie <clears throat> that fills in all the gaps that this movie had. Well, no, what I'm saying is is that all of the... Uh, this is all implied where he's like, it's I don't you, want to... You're just saying it's implied. No, no, no. You like, created these scenes in your head no, no, to when fill he, in the spots that aren't in the movie. No, this is what I'm trying to explain to you. The implications for me were when he's standing there going, I don't want to help this girl... I want. I don't want to be done with it. The moment that he walks out of when they get when they get found in the beginning of the film, and he says, "Leave her there. We've got to go." He doesn't want anything to do with it. He just wants to go. So you know, and when he and when he your, seen, your big payoff is over an hour and a half when he starts to like the girl. Well, no, my big pay, no, my big payoff. My big payoff was the fact that there was so much tension between them, and they shared some pretty intense scenes. Um, there was this tension in both of their lives, and then they yeah. both stopped paying attention to it and started appreciating each other. That's all that right. happened. And, that, and that's it's and nothing that's, nuanced, nothing right. crazy good. No, no, but but the fact is, it was that satisfying it, to see it happen. It wasn't. It wasn't for me. It wasn't. She was really good in it. But it, for me, it was. She was great. Yeah, she's incredible. I'm not I, trying to take anything away from her. She's it was the about, star. Of that it was movie. about Logan oh, though yeah. for me. For Logan, for me was is that Half a she movie just of being mute consistently, Excellent. consistently and when she first being. Spoke, it's going off in uh, Spanish like crazy. When he's consistent, his consistent reluctancy to do anything, knowing that he's a hero. Is a really interesting concept. Like, we know that he's a hero. We know that. But the fact is that he doesn't want anything to do with this anymore. Is it's, He's never it's, wanted anything it's, to do but, with right, it. Right, exactly. But, but, it, but it becomes, because we know what we, he is in the movies, it becomes completely disheartening for a person that has watched those movies. So when you're watching it, it's the almost... It's, slogged through those movies. It's almost sad. It's almost sad going that he's lost this, he's lost mm. this ability to kind of 
go, this is wrong, and this is... And then there's, a, there's the scene of redemption for him where he finally goes and helps and saves the kids, and that was his last uh, last act of and, redemption. Okay, and here's the other big the continuity problem. Fast again. Right. The big continuity thing that is really... <laughs> and because every X-Men thing you watch, mm-hmm. you know that Fox is always leaving little bread, fun little breadcrumbs to the next thing they're going to do, because it's going to be so great and awesome, guys. <laughs> Fox is so respectful with any X-Property they handle. They... You know, they teased both the New Mutants and X-Force, both of which um, have been confirmed to be in production in some form Wow! in TV shows or movies or Oh, whatever. yeah, the TV show's happening, yeah. The TV show for New Mutants is happening, yep. and X-Force, the movie, has been rumored to happen, right. and especially with Deadpool and the appearance of Cable coming up. And, you know, the... But they did the same X-Men movie thing, where they make up their mutants anytime they want to make them up and it's you know and we're supposed to be like ooh I, I like this new mutant nobody who's an X-Men fan is interested in your new mutant Fox <laughs> pick a there's hundreds of mutants that exist pick one pick any one of those <laughs> like Richter the special effect you guys are a huge studio and those are the special effects you use for Richter I mean they do better on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. you know wow. Wow. And granted they're owned by Disney but you're not that much smaller alright alright all right. so let's get to that's your- true they, in fact they didn't even use Richter's backstory they yeah. made him a clone of Avalanche. Yeah. But yeah. tease, he's a clone of Avalanche. Oh, no, no he was in the folder. It, yeah, he was in the folder, yeah. So, breaking down to brass tacks, where, what, what would you give it? Where would you put it for you? Two. As um, an X-Men movie, I, think I don't we should all, rate I think it we should I all, hate it. We should, all, we should all guess what he would do. <laughs> That's too shit. Well, we should. Well, we should. There's two different for this movie for me. And then, purely as not an X-Men movie, I'd give it like a three or three and a half. Okay. You know what I mean? But as a fan. But as an X-Men fan, I don't even want to rate it. It doesn't... I can't keep... Allowing this crap, I just want them to reboot the X Men already. Sell it to Disney, please. Wow, that is insane. You think that's out of ha- Fox's hands? You they think it's awful with I, any I, comic movie? I really, I really think Except that if Deadpool. I think that if Marvel takes takes X Men um, from Fox, that uh, you're gonna have the same problem. No, I, I won't. I totally won't. I think you're gonna. I, have I totally costume, won't. So yeah, give whatever I, totally I don't think that they because, want. I don't think that they will have costumes because everybody. Pretends they read comics for all the political and undertones and all this. That's why it has I, nothing that's to do with the flashy costumes comics. or the great art. It has all to do with this interesting story of political intrigue. No, that stuff grew into the comics. The reason kids started picking up the comics is because the fun costumes. They're jumping around, shooting lasers in the air, and flying. Oh, do that. that's why you do like a project. What comics were for? You have okay. Can can I say something? And it's gonna. I don't. It almost sounds like. And I don't want to take it too serious, but it almost sounds like you kind of insulted the the elegance of a comic book because a comic book can be any stories. And when you when you debase it to be just about laser beams and, and people it's jumping around in comic that, book suits, it's not just about that. But I'm saying that's the reason you pick it up. Otherwise, uh, you're reading prose. That's a Go I don't know. If I, that's all you care about is a story. I I don't think there's, that's fair though. There's, there's, that. there's other there's other uh, comic not books. with the X Men. <laughs> <laughs> Not if it's an X title, okay? Okay, you see what I'm saying? Okay, there you go. Have you ever wrote a, a read road? Have you ever read a prose X book? No, I and I know they're good because Are Chris they? Claremont oh, okay. is one of the writers who takes care of that kind of you stuff. You carry one, which is apparently good. Days of Future Past. This is yeah, a fantastic. Prose I, book. I'm nothing against prose, but I'm saying I read comics. I like comics. I like comic books. Wow. Hey guy. Hey guy. Newsflash. <laughs> I like hey. comics. Uh, superheroes, but I mean, you can have, you could do an. Ex- I mean, I thought that the, probably the, the the original appeal of the X Men book was that it was sort of this counterculture underneath so, it all. Uh, but the reason anybody's picking up a comic book in that time period is not because 
I feel like an hey, outsider. Look, that guy's not spandex. He's not wandering the streets so lonely because of society's mistreating him and he needs something to relate to. No, it's a kid who picks up the newspaper or the comic or whatever. And then the story is imbued upon him. He's not picking it up to get that story. The story comes with it. I, I, will, I, will, I will agree with that in some respects, but I will say this, though, and I've, I've, I've mentioned this a thousand times on this show, but the, the Neil Adams and Denny O'Neill books with Green, uh, with Green Arrow and Speedy about drug addiction were very powerful for me. As, as yeah, a, were those the first appearances came, of any of those characters? Way later. No, yeah, but I understand that. But, I mean, when I, when I read those you as a youth... I'm missing my point, though. But you, you, you you're making you it sound like that's the reason point. why you got hooked on that. Comic. Okay. Or why those characters matter okay. in the first place? If that's the, if or that why makes the fact it, okay. that those things happening to those characters mattered? If they didn't matter because they were happening, you know, okay. it mattered because people cared about those characters because they're wearing costumes. Interesting. I, I wow. think that, no. I mean, I think from the very beginning, that's what they wanted. That's what Stan Lee created the X Men to be about was to be like, oh, like these people have. Yes, he's a writer. He has to fill in the guts of it. But the people who wrote and designed and I mean drew the actual characters and stuff. That's the skeleton on which they sit, but people don't. When you look at a comic of a, co- a cover of a comic, there is you know very little of the story that you're getting there. But there's no you, there's no art without the story are what sells though. The comic. Right, Covers I get that. But there's no art without the story though, right? There you go. That's why I'm saying it's a skeleton on which all this art rests. You can't have the art without the story. Right. But nobody cares about the story without the art. So let that be a lesson to you, DJ. Make sure that the art is fantastic because my writing will be. <laughs> Piss poor. <laughs> so, I mean, and I, I, I know where you're coming from, but I'm sort of playing devil's advocate because mm-hmm. I'm, I, I think that because you're a devil. Because no, he's an artist and a writer. <laughs> well, because I think the comic books are well, a little bit of his luscious locks. That's, I'm not saying that comics aren't nuanced or the stories aren't great or very important to society and everybody who read them, but nobody's paying attention to them because of the stories in the first place. They're paying. They're paying attention to these stories. They're sneaking these in under well, all the fantastic framework. Well, that's fair to say. Because I've comics like as a kid. Because like, oh, that character in outer looks space. pretty cool. Oh my god, what's but, going on? But, and then you hear all these heavy themes with freedom of you know Galactus and the Silver Surfer and servitude and and you know <sighs> what is the meaning of life and existence. But that's not why you started reading Silver Surfer. You read it because he's a silver dude on a surfboard and he looks right. awesome. Flying I through understand space. where you're coming from on that, but I mean, you got to see that. The reason why. But if you made a Silver Surfer movie about solitude and the Silver Surfer wasn't silver or surfed, you would be pretty <laughs> hit. <laughs> you would be hit. But you got it. But you have to admit, though, the reason or why a Silver Surfer Touché. movie where Galactus is a pink cloud, you would be upset about that. <laughs> but the whole point is, but is they that got the Fantastic Four costumes <laughs> right. If, didn't get them right, by the it, way. The reason why certain costume. characters transcend the comic book industry, like Superman, like, like Batman, Galactus. like those things, they <laughs> right? transcend. Transcending what they were in the comics. They transcend. By becoming pink clouds. Right. They transcend. Or even more recently with Marvel, Dormammu. Right, right. I mean, like, yeah, there you go. No, but they transcend because of the stories that they tell. The, the overarching story about Superman being uh, a Puritan hero, or Batman, he's, he transcends it because of his plight. But there were many Superman before Superman. The reason he's an icon is because he's wearing a blue suit with red sigil and yellow, and it really mimics the American flag, and he gave pride to America in a time when they wanted it. That's what... If he wasn't wearing that costume... He would not be Superman. I don't know. I it mean, means hope. Well, let me flip the script. But hold on. Let me flip the script on that. We just got a movie where Superman is wearing the costume, but everybody says that's not the character of Superman. Yeah, that's true. 
It's a good I point. Mean, I kind of agree with him. Good point. But he is wearing the costume. He's wearing the costume. So sometimes it's not always the costume. Sometimes I'm not saying it's, it's pure. You guys well, are taking words and twisting it so have... I can somehow be wrong. But what <laughs> I'm saying is the costumes are important. <laughs> no. They're very important. They're not the only thing about I, these characters, the point I'm but they're make, truly important. But the, tra- the point I'm trying to make, though, is that the combo medium in and of itself is the marriage of those two things. That's of course. What I agree. But yes. The cover will attract you to read the book. Right. So you're agreeing with me that costumes are irreconcilably in terms of drawing the eye but, but what keeps you coming back to that book mm-hmm. is the good writing is yeah the story. the story I totally agree I'm not saying that I'm not arguing against that okay. but why did is, he say Martha <laughs> it means hope Martha means hope Martha <laughs> means hope <laughs> That's Batman's answer when he says, "Why did you say that name?" Batman goes, "It means hope." All right, that's the foot off my nerves. Martha means hope. That's the name of the podcast. Can, can we right talk there. about BBS now? No, no. Listen, we, let's talk about Suicide Squad. How about that whole scene when when uh, Wonder Woman showed up and was like, "Is she with you?" And like, "Oh, I thought she was with you." We're talking about Superman like, over here, but Facebook Live is going off on my Silver Surfer rap. I think they are. You guys, I should have just mic dropped. Right <laughs> what? I think yes. I okay, think. don't do that. Yeah, that was too loud. We're, right? we're still making payments on the equipment. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I, I think, but I, I to go back to that. There aren't like going to have the last word. No, that's not. Yeah. Oh man. No, wrap it up. Right. Go ahead, quick. Hurry up. We gotta yeah, wrap it up. Do you you got some mad lyrics about the Silver Surfer? Yeah. Right. <laughs> got some bars. So. I just want to. I mean, just really quickly. Like, I don't know anybody that is following a particular artist on a book because I'm following you. Well, because there aren't because no, our artists like get home. rotated out now. Right. They don't want to create another. Uh, People they don't, still look for particular artists. But though. yeah, but they don't want to. But Marvel and DC are really scared about creating a particular environment where image the can, artist becomes associated it, yeah, with image the character. Can, image and could and happen uh, again. Interesting. So, but so, that's totally besides any point that was. Being no, but, made. but no, but like, but the writing. Bendis is always going to work for Marvel. Bendis is a big name. People follow. Well, that's Bendis. why I call the story the skeleton. But that, you but can't swap out a what I'm saying weird is weird bone with a skinny skeleton dude. You got to have one guy writing but, your continuity. But what, what I'm saying is, and, and that's Matthew. why the X Men were incredible because Chris Claremont wrote the entire continuity. But right, more, well, like more, peop, more people are following writers right now. Like I, I, I'm reading Paper Girls because Brian K. Vaughn is <laughs> is writing it, not because of the artist that is drawing it. So you don't and like the artist. Not particularly. Yeah, but oh. now you're just um, getting into the general of the comic medium. I'm talking about the X-Men specifically. That was right. everything I was talking about. I'm okay. not talking about independent comics, about things that aren't superhero-related. I'm not talking about slice-of-life crap. I'm talking about the X-Men. But you didn't talk no, about... Did but you didn't talk about... I said about the Fantastic the Four and Silver Surfer yeah. is the same thing. Costume Silver. superheroes. <laughs> but you, but, but uh, you, didn't, you didn't talk uh, about the way that Jim Lee drew Wolverine. You talked about the way Chris Claremont wrote the X-Men. You know what I mean? Be- I'm not saying that the writers aren't important. You're like... Trying to make me wrong. I'm somehow. not saying. Everything no, I'm, I'm just saying, saying is coherent. No, I'm just saying that, that makes like, sense. I'm just I saying agree. that the story is important. I know the story is important. What are you arguing with me for? <laughs> <laughs> because what you're saying I'm, because not, what you're saying is that the the look of the character is paramount to the story. I'm but not saying I the look. That, I'm saying people read the comics because of what it looks like. Okay. Oh, you're not They're saying not, the look, but you're saying you're reading the comics because of what it looks like. Because you're trying to tie me into it to say that the art matters and the re- story doesn't, and that's not what I'm saying. You. So you're, when you're reading something, how it's written matters. <laughs> the reason you pick it up, you're not going to... I mean, if you want to read just words, there's books. You know what I mean? The 
the weak. art also matters. Uh, okay. The art is important. Uh, all right. And the X-Men completely threw that half of it away when they started their movie franchise. Man, this is a big debate. Listen, we have got to get out of here. I can't even believe it. Do we I, have to? We, we have to keep going. We have to wrap up Why? this portion of the Why? show. Why do we have to stop? But also, the writing sucked in the Fox movie, so they threw all of it away. <laughs> anyway. Uh, I think Dang! Flight suits mean hope. <laughs> yeah. Flight suits mean hope. Maybe that's the name of the show. <laughs> that anyway, was done. Anyway, uh, it is, uh, this has been the Nerd Watch Podcast. Uh, yeah. Time for us to get out of here. Of course, you We're can start again. Oh, my God. Really? Just a yeah. little bit. You can follow us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Nerdwatch. Yeah, you can follow Nerd us on fans. Twitter at Nerdwatch Nation. You can follow us on... I don't on, remember uh, what we were supposed to talk about <laughs> today. I just want to do a quick Logan interview thing and then Todd started arguing. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. You, and then DJ you, you kept asking him. I had nothing. Oh, come on. Why am I? I'm it's totally the scapegoat. And I was like, Power Rangers and then yeah, everything. All right. Well, listen. Um, Todd, we trust. Let, let, let's, let, let's all reset because i got to get us out of here. Please follow us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Nerdwatch. Follow us on YouTube at Nerdwatch Nation. You can follow us on Instagram at the underscore Nerdwatch. You can follow us on uh, 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 Nerdwatch Nation at Twitter and on YouTube as well. And, of course, you can, uh, you can actually uh, donate to the podcast at www.patreon.com slash the Nerdwatch. Uh, we'll be back next week. We're going to be talking about uh, more new movies. and how important it is. <laughs> yeah. And we're going to be talking. We're arguing comic books next week again. Um, we will. We will. We will possibly take another few minutes here to talk about Kong Skull Island. Underworld. We'll talk about the things that we didn't take. We all need blood pressure. Yeah. So uh, and uh, DJ's chanting for a magnum. Yeah. So yeah. listen. So stay tuned uh, because there will be more coming up very shortly. But for now, Akaku, we're saying goodbye. YouTube, we're saying goodbye. Bye, Akaku. So, so until uh, uh, next week, peace out. Much love and most assuredly, always stay nerdy. And for Todd, for Gannon, for Format. And Alika and myself, G-Money, uh, we're out of time. And we say to you guys, Hello. Hello.